They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Peace and quiet of the Madison family home is about to come to an end. And the Bavarian horde of relatives are about to come sweeping in like a level five tsunami. This ought to be fun. What kind of toilet paper do you got? Hey, welcome to Be Your Own Hollywood. My name is Joel Paul Reisig. I'm an actual working movie producer. I want to teach you about the business of the film business. Business of the film business. Including both film finance and distribution. Start by just taking a look at the video that I've got on this home page. When you're done, flip around the pages. I'll meet you inside. By the way, I think I already have the intro. I, I'm pretty sure that I'm just going to take mm -hmm. the, his... Hi, welcome to my website. <laughs> and put that in. Welcome to my web zone. <laughs> so I, I think that we just... Go, I was fucking we just, dying. We just go right into it. I was fucking dying at that. Uh, well, welcome to Rough Cuts. Uh, I'm your host, Ilian, and this is my wonderful co-host, Boyks. And we've been... Hi. Nailing it recently. Uh, this is our podcast about... <laughs> Bad dog movies where we watch a terrible dog film and then immediately talk about it. And uh, we've gotten some terrible dog films recently. <laughs> it, it's been the gift that keeps on giving. It really is giving season. It, it, it is. Because yeah. the, the dog minds keep giving. I feel like I'm about to be given an aneurysm. <laughs> I already have one. I don't know what you mean. Don't, don't let it oh don't let God. it kill you like grandpa. <laughs> okay. You can't you can't joke about a real person dying. I can if they do. Why did they do that? <laughs> By the way, even though all of us didn't make yeah, it this Jesus year. Christ. <laughs> I why would they do that? <laughs> we are all right. One of our actors died. One of our all actors right. died in the middle of filming. What do we do? Make it a joke. <laughs> I, what? The okay. First of all, this movie is called A Dog yes, for Christmas. Okay. Or, <laughs> or is, is it? it? Or is it? <laughs> Because the movie is also called Christmas Staycation when they couldn't sell it to kids mm -hmm. as a dog for Christmas. So they rebranded and repackaged the film as the funniest movie since National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. An actual quote. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And... <sighs> Was it? I guess Was it's, it? it's... Is it? Is it, though... Is it? And and repackaging films to try and sell them is not in itself unusual, I'd say, in the industry. Sure. It, at least but, in this end But it of is it. A, yeah. a massive, it is a massive red flag for a movie that is released on streaming services. It's a massive red flag for trick you into watching movie, something. I think to rebrand itself this entirely from a, from a yes. children's family dog movie into a adult themed haha specifically a movie for a national now. lampoon thing yeah like that yeah. that is not like a little shift 
that's uh it's it's about as big of a shift as the volume in this movie <laughs> this movie has so many problems This is literally just Midwest winter stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, this has to be all the family. But there's no context for it. Like when they do that in like Lampoon, they what? Like what? Fucking hell! God damn it! God damn it! This is another one of those films that's really interesting to dissect yes. and really awful to watch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it, it's not quite like an advanced level B-movie. It's not a 200 class. No, yeah. No, this is... You only need but, a two-day seminar to do these movies. <laughs> this is at least a two-day 100 class seminar that costs thousands of dollars, maximum six people. <laughs> And we're in these two towns. Also, you, we, might, we might come to your area if you ask. <laughs> if you pay okay, us. Okay, so we should, we should mention what we're talking about with that. Uh, this is from producer John, uh, Joel Paul Reisig, who I yes. ended up looking up in the middle of this film, at which point I started going, Oh no, oh, oh god, oh no, oh, oh god, no, no, god, no, no. Throughout the rest of the movie. Well, he's a producer, a director, a writer, a an sham, actor. a scam artist, <laughs> an actor. That's My why bad. you get you know, Well, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. actors just lie professionally. Yeah. That's what he does. Um, <laughs> he's a grifter, yeah. a, a right-wing I mean, grifter, I assume. Based, based on, on the... So the testimonials on his website are all from Kevin Sorbo and Dean Cain... For the movies, Tara Reid, I think Reed, was one too. For all the yeah. movies that he's been helping produce with them, like Trafficked, A Parent's Worst Nightmare, and you know all the movies that they star in, like Obamagate, The Conspiracy, and 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 the gay conversion, My Mom Has Cancer movie. Great. Uh -huh. So he has a website called BeYourOwnHollywood.com. Where he advertises his seminars that may come to a town at some point. Because it has I... no dates and no towns. But maybe he can go there, I guess. This... And then he... This website feels like a joke. <laughs> it, it feels it feels like like a Tim and Eric <laughs> skit. Or, it really does. Or a fucking Hypnospace Outlaw yes. joke about the old internet. Yeah, because it has a pop-up of him. He pops up from the bottom of your web screen like a spooky ghost and just goes, <laughs> the hey, scary. would you like to join my, my web zone? You, can, you too can be a part of my web ring if you just come to my seminar. Oh, it's so... It's surreal how bad it is. It, and, it's... It's like the Paul Rudd sketch of, like, show me Tane, computer. Show yes, me naked like Tane it, dancing, It's like please. he's Tane oh, yeah. in the computer. Yes. He's, he's that character. He's, it's he's just, that. But it's, like, just him in, like, a green screen so that it's, like, a PNG, basically. Like, a transparent background. It wouldn't be a PNG. It'd be an MP. But uh -huh. anyway. Like, transparent video of him just monologuing at you. And 
it's over top of all of his website, including the page where he also has an ad for his services on YouTube so that they can both play at the same time and They both play horribly. at the same time interrupting each other. Hey, welcome to Be Your Own Hollywood. You can make My name is Joel Paul Rice. I'm an actual working movie producer. I want to teach you about the business of the buy. film producer business, including Joel Paul Rice does both just that. finance and, and distribution. All while avoiding Start by just taking a look at the video that I've got on this homepage. When you're done, getting their films look around the page. Film schools are basically going to teach you the right way to do things. And I am hopefully this weekend going to teach you the wrong way to do things because that's how actual producers actually get things done. Joel's work. Yeah, and you know, great. he can do all the services that you need for your movie. Like, not raise money. He will not raise money for- Fuck you, he won't do that. That's not his job. He will, however, write, act, direct, <laughs> anything else that you want. I'll also handle your budgeting. Nope. Which I will not oh, right. give you he money. He will raise for. money. Yes, but, but I'll handle the budget. You have to pay yes. me, but I'll do the budgeting. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you can pay him to write your film, so he can write sentences like, Two days in my film school will teach you funding, distribution, and the business of the film business." The I, business isn't the, the point of a producer business. to help produce and pay well but he's not just paid? that he's gonna be your own hollywood he's all of it he'll do everything not raise money he won't raise your i'm not raising your fucking money <laughs> sorry he does that all over the website isn't that what a producer is <laughs> yes though? that is How literally himself a producer if he won't fund <laughs> your film that's the whole goddamn point yeah but he won't do it I, anyway no. he's been doing this he's been doing this for 15 years what other jobs has he done well Anyways, I'm an independent filmmaker for 15 years. <laughs> I never went. And you could tell, you could tell the qualities there, right? Uh, like we could tell immediately that he was an independent. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna read the first sentence of his like. I never went to film school. I learned from doing. <laughs> That's the best oh. part. He's like, hey, I'm just a guy. I don't know fucking anything. I never went to film school. I'm just a regular guy like you. I wanted to be a producer, and I was willing to put in the work. <laughs> just a full-on grifter. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they didn't even write a script, no, really. No, it doesn't feel like A lot it. of this movie feels like, feels like improv. Well, he credits but... all of the stories. Remember? He credits the people that he got ideas from, which is to say, he heard someone tell a story, and then he very lazily retold it, but got the parts that would make sense wrong. Yes, but also, like, okay, for example, one of the things at the end, he goes, I'd like to credit, oh god, I can't even remember who it was, for his hilarious spilling wine at the in-law's house story. And Sure, somebody in his family or something, it was, yeah. What's the story? That that somebody bumped him in the back and he spilt wine. That's the story. That's the whole and story and the whole scene. That's all that happens. Yeah. And, and, and I'd like to thank my dad for putting a board under my tire. Yes, Thanks. that's in the credits. And that's part of the movie. They have a whole scene of him putting a board under the tire so that they can get the car out of snow. Which is just a thing I, you do. That's just... 
I, I'd like to thank my hilarious friend for telling me the story about how he paid somebody, well, he hired somebody to shovel his driveway, but couldn't pay them in cash because all he had was a check. So they had to go to the bank, and he rode with them to the bank, but he doesn't know how an ATM works, and he also doesn't know his PIN number. So they had to go to the store and buy groceries, and it was very funny. I... Because he couldn't write a Your check. Your friend's a moron, and he doesn't want anybody to know but, this story because he looks makes him look like an idiot, which he is. But, but the grocery store took a check. I was gonna he, say he paid yeah. the grocery store with the check, and, and that does happen in some Midwest towns. And by the way, that's oh, a thing yes. we should talk about. Michigan? The, Michigan. This movie is shot on location. In where in Michigan? In Grand in Rapids, Michigan? Michigan. I think it's in Michigan. From all of us here at Rockford, Michigan, Merry Christmas. And to all a good night. And they constantly mes- mention Michigan. All their stories are from people in Michigan. They got they got permission to film in somebody's yes. house. Which is the entirety of the movie, basically. Which, which they did not pay no. for. That's the important yep. part. That's part of the seminar that he'll teach you. <laughs> Ask your friends if you can use their house. It's... <laughs> How... They didn't shoot any locations in, in Michigan. Maybe the ice rink. Maybe the dog park. But they didn't tell no, anybody in the dog park they were anybody. shooting for a yeah, film. They're... They were just people standing around being like, oh, what are they doing yeah, over there? very obvious, like, confused looks like, are those people, do they have a camera? Like, what are they doing? And it's so weird. If I was from Grand Rapids, maybe I could tell some of the locations yeah. they shot. And and my, my theory is this was shot for an independent film festival. In, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Something like that. And, and this was supposed to be just pandering to everybody in Grand Rapids. He definitely somehow got, like, funding from the city. There was some art grant or something yeah. like that. Like, I don't know for sure if it was a film festival in particular, but he, he scammed the city of... Sorry, he negotiated a deal with... Uh, allegedly. <laughs> with Grand... Allegedly with scammed. Grand, with uh, Grand Rapids and Rock. Rockford, Rockford, Rockport. I, I think it was Rockford. Rockford Michigan. Yeah, there was yeah. another. Yeah, one of those. To one of those. Have an art grant of some kind. And and this isn't that yeah, unusual. I mean, hey, that's fine. We 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 know another independent Michigan <laughs> filmmaker who's much better, much much better. Who's much much better, and that's the Dogman series. <laughs> Who we liked so much we emailed and asked for t-shirts they had mm-hmm. left over that were just sitting in a box in the back of their warehouse for 10 years <laughs> aging. <laughs> and then we purchased I will them. say, to be fair, I don't think he's a great filmmaker either. <laughs> he's just one of my favorites. But he's better than oh, this. Oh, he's way better than this. Yeah. He's better it, than it this. He is much more interesting yeah. than this. He's, he's more interesting than this because this is just lazy garbage. This is... This is telephone is what this is. This isn't no. writing. This is, somebody told me a story and I'm retelling that story, but I didn't write a script to follow that story. And yeah, like there's no, in something like, for example, because this has been done. Like you were like, oh, yes. this is just him telling stories about Christmas. And I'm like, like, who does that? And like a Christmas story. And they did it well because. Yeah, but that's a, that's well, a better movie. Well, because they tie it into a plot. <laughs> Right? They, Correct. What they do is they use this it as just... a framework. They, they make a framework around it to tell a bunch of Christmas stories, but then still have an overarching plot yes. about the whole thing. 
This one has nothing. Because you can't just have a movie that's just stories with you nothing can, in it. As it turns it, out. It's called a it's called a French vignette film, which is smoking causes coughing. I know. <laughs> but you also need you can't, this is we why can't he all got be an art. French this vignette. Is why he got an art grant, films. It's art, boys. This is art. Is this movie art? Is it art? Is it? I don't think this I is would art. I argue that it is. I'm... It's just bad art. There it, just because it's bad art doesn't mean it's not art. That being said, it is uh, like kids doing Crayola drawings, but also selling it to it, a city. It's art. Like finger paint watercolors yes, art. Embarrassing. I don't know. Because, <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no interconnection to any of the tales. No. It, it opens on just bickering in a car and then complaining about a very funny driveway parking scene, which is based on a true story of... Being mad about trying to park on a driveway. Yes. It's, it's I, the road rage, in, rage incident of him, like, smashing his car against another person's car for a parking spot. Supposedly in a parking lot. But they're very obviously just in a driveway. Because <laughs> they didn't have permission to shoot in a parking lot. And then... But at the end, they thank them for the very funny hilarious driveway i don't know if that was a reference to that or if it was a reference to like the shoveling later though because that was a driveway thing i don't, I don't know yeah there's no like because it just says for the driveway story what was the there's like a bunch of driveways in the movie i don't what was the story like this is the thing he's thanking people for stories that make up his movie and we can't even tell what the story he's thanking them for is. Because they're so vague and stupid. <laughs> they don't make any... Is, like, it just, is it just plagiarism? Did he just steal their story? Or did they give it to him to specifically use? Like, did he just say thanks at the end of the credits and that's enough is it, for the tale? Is it plagiarism if the story is just... Yeah, I went over to my in-law's house and I accidentally spilled wine on their carpet. If, it, if it's so basic, it's so that is literally Because that's that literally that story. That's literally it. that story. Yeah. That's the hilarious wine-spilling story as he described it. What, what about the hilarious story about your British neighbor who says that your whole family is going to fall victim to Darwinism? He's right. And then he slips on the ice on your front step and dies horribly off screen. And he, he laughs at him for it. And then says, this is why Americans hate the fucking Brits and close the door. slams the door, the door in right? his face. Like, After, is, that's is that the a, neighbor came over is that because a story? they broke his window. Yeah. But but is that is that a story somebody told him? Did they write that? I don't I don't think any part of this is, is original. It's a story that somebody told him. Stories, uh-huh. God, I, it's so hard to describe them as that. That's that sounds like such a exaggeration for what these are. Th- things happening but on screen. I, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, if any of them are even vaguely true, they're all monsters. <laughs> they're all the worst well, people imaginable. As a Midwesterner during the holidays. No, yeah, that's right. That sounds about accurate. <laughs> so, okay, the movie. Starts on the hilarious parking road rage, um, where he's too cheap to pay yes. for like the buck fifty to park in the parking lot, and so instead he makes his family go to a driveway. I guess I don't know, and 
and parks park. and then smashes his car into another car, which definitely is cheaper. That's so much <laughs> fixing your entire bumper and everything is way cheaper. And and then that's just the opening scene of the movie. You never see the other family again. They they had like a whole other family in the other car and they were like yeah. talking and doing all this stuff. So you're like, oh, these are characters. Why did they set up this character if they weren't going to And be then in they're the not film. in the film. So they're yeah. nobody. And you don't know who's like I didn't know who we were following at first. I thought like, oh, are we gonna follow this family that he cheated out of the parking spot and smashed this car? Or are we following these people? And then it Wait, you're thinking about a movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So if, if this was a movie, they would set up characters, and then those characters would keep coming up as somebody that this family, like, takes advantage of or screws over in some way until oh, the Oh, yeah, end. like his characters. Like, okay, um, here, actually, let me just ask you a quick question. Since we got introduced mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. at the very beginning to his entire family, it's Dave, who we do know the name of, his wife and his yeah. daughter. Can you name the wife and daughter? Because <laughs> I sure fucking can't. <laughs> Ma- Mom Madison, daughter Madison, Grandpa Madison. That, we know don't Grandpa one. Madison. That's He's not... the one that died that they made a joke about. <laughs> He's fucking dead. For real. Just, not a joke. I can't believe they did that. But then then it just immediately I, I don't know their yeah, names. That, no. that, and that's what I mean. Like, there's nothing to characterize these people. I... I, I think all the uh, all the women characters in this movie are an afterthought. Oh, for is, sure. Is, is what I'm going to yes. put out. Just put out there. Even the girl who's like the main driving force in theory, in theory. of the original story about a dog for Christmas. Because she's constantly saying, I want a dog. I want a dog. Do you think Santa's okay, real? You, you say think constantly, dog? but she said hey, it like movie. five times throughout this whole film. Five's a lot. And anytime she's on screen, she's asking yeah. somebody for a yeah. dog. Yeah, anytime right? she's on screen. The five times that she is as the main driving force and title of this well, movie. There's one time she's on screen not asking for a dog. And it's when she's staring into the abyss, incredibly depressed at her father's office Christmas yes. party. As a man goes, while an hey, old guy is standing next to her talking about blue stocks. Chips. The blue chips are the good stocks. I make lots of money on you the You know, blue I'm chips. real good at the stock You should market. invest in this thing. It's called crypto. I think that my, my wife really likes it. I got an exchange that you'd this, probably be really into. If this wasn't 2015, if this wasn't 2015, they would have been all in on Bitcoin. Except that they're scene. making fun of him. So I think that these people, these people definitely have to be grifters in on it, right? Like this dude, this dude would have been have super be. into it. They anyway, have to be. So uh, that might be the only funny scene that that I thought was uh, God funny adjacent, sure. funny adjacent because the situation is not no. funny. But uh, there's that problem. The, I I don't know. But the, there's so many. So characters, they introduce the but family. None of them matter. I just want to get, let's go to the movie a little bit, because yeah. I want to just explain things. Just just even how the beginning opens up, I think it just, it shows the whole problem with the whole movie. Because we get that opening skating scene, and then he fights a dude mm-hmm. at, an, at the rink. Well, every scene in the movie starts with bickering, fighting, bickering, yeah. fighting. Bickering, Like, fighting. he's just skating, and some dude's like, hey, asshole, for no reason. So then he runs over to the dude and, like, f- 
fucking flying tackles him on the ice rink, and they just have a fight. That's the joke. That's, That's funny. The scene. It's funny. Yeah. And then what happens is we then cut from that to scenes of road rage. It's just like yes, with no six context. different cars, with characters that don't introduce themselves, don't say anything. At first, I thought that it was because the one goes. The one was this woman going, are you just going to let them cut you off? Are you going to do that? You should just tell that guy, you should honk your horn. Why aren't you doing this? And like yelling at the guy that's driving. And then it cut to an old, yeah. Her husband, yeah. Well, we, I mean, we don't even know that. It's just guy in the car. And then the right. we get this other older man going like, oh, like, get lay off me, asshole, kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, are these two people that are driving, like, beside each other and they're mad at each other and then we cut to a third no. car and there's another i'll turn this car around and they just do that over and over there's no like we're going to gyms for christmas oh well guys you need to behave we're so, we're heading over there like like if you were doing if you were making a yes. movie let me let me posit mm -hmm. this to you if you were making a movie and you were introducing a family yeah. what you would what i would do <laughs> I'm not a filmmaker, yeah. but I should be. It turns out <laughs> you too can you this, could this be one. What I want to teach you about the business of the film business. <laughs> what what I would do is I would have somebody narrating this family, this family, my uncle, my grandpa. Yes. And then as you're narrating, it would show them driving and and you could fix this scene without reshooting technically by just having a narration introducing That would them. be a way to fix it. There's a lot of ways that you could do it cuz like he's talking about like the kids in the back like and he's saying like, "Oh, you don't stop fighting, I'll turn this car around in one of yeah. these little vignettes." And it's like, "Turn the car around from where?" Just say, "When when are where we are getting cuz when are we getting to Uncle Dave's? I want to go to Uncle Dave's like and it's like, "We'll be there soon. Stop fighting or I'll turn this car around." That immediately lets you know, "Oh, they're related yeah. to Dave, the main character." But instead, they're just yelling at, e at no themselves. And, and it then just cuts between them. A, and then like a horror movie, a bunch of noise shows up at the front yes. door. Yes. And then the door opens and it gets even fucking louder <laughs> to the point where it's drowning out every noise. And it, even oh. our own conversation that we're having about the film to the point where we have to lower the volume. I don't know that I've ever been in a movie with you before where we've had to sit there and constantly adjust the volume from 80% to 20% to 80% to 20% to 80% to 20% like every five minutes. Maybe maybe the intent was to give us a headache, to, to feel the migraine of your family visiting for the holidays, like an art film. Yeah. Films aren't supposed to hurt you. But this should. film yes. should. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe this that is was an, their art, thought. an art grant from the city of uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? allegedly. It's very experimental yeah. filmmaking, where the experiment is to harm you, the audience. Mm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it really makes you feel like you you're it at that home way. for the holidays with your horrible Midwest family that you hate. That you hate entirely and never want to be around. And then the... In yeah. Michigan. So then the rest of this movie is just that. It's these disjointed vignettes with no context, and there's no overarching plot at all. There's just nothing that ties any of it together at all. It's just uh -huh. this family's holiday. Here are bits and pieces of it. 
and then the movie ends. That's that's it. Let's talk about let's talk about some things that don't mm-hmm. make sense in, in this vignette film. Uh, the teenager who really believes in Santa. That's real weird. It's really, really weird. But but none of his six year old cousins. Correct. Do. And you're thinking, oh, he's playing it up to you know trick the kids so that like you know he wants to help them, he, which is a thing that I I did when I was like. 14 or whatever mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. knew that santa wasn't real but you had like cousins over who are six you're like oh no santa's coming you guys better be good no this kid's like no see look i'll do a science experiment and show you uh, i guess like i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah, down the, the whole, chimney the whole movie is is him him proving to his his cousins that Santa's real because look, I can do it. That means Santa can do it because he's better than me. I guess. Where did? What is this even? Who wrote this? No one. Why? It's not a. It's not a human. The person being. who wrote this said, "I will teach you the business of film business," as a real fucking sentence. I guess. There, there's our our main character husband who takes a nap nude. Yeah. Well, for his some family's reason, there. in bed, while his family's there, and he's mad that he can't sleep naked in his bed midday because he has to go shovel yeah. snow. Well, all well, all the women do, you know, that pathetic stuff they have to do in the kitchen. Women things. He okay. I kind of want to talk about the women for a second, just the overarching thing with the sure. women, because. Yeah. There are... I could not believe that it didn't resolve any of this. So he wants to take a nap. His wife is like, no, listen, you have to do anything today. Your family's over here. You have to literally just you're, help. You're sleeping nude <laughs> upstairs while your family is downstairs. And I'm cooking all of Christmas dinner and all the cookies. And, the, like, the women cook Throughout the entire movie, that's all they do. They're only in the kitchen. That is the entirety of their and movie. To the point where their husbands don't know anything about their wives, that they can only give them oven gloves as Christmas presents. As a Because they literally know yes. nothing other than that they're the women that cook. Correct. And so he's taking a nap, and she's like, please go out and do anything. You just need, just shovel the walk, please. Then you can come back in and nap. So he goes out and pays someone else to do it for him and then goes back upstairs and naps. And then he gets offended after yes. he does that and does all of that work. And he's like, oh, I worked so hard. Where's my fucking lunch? And goes into the kitchen and yells at all of the women who are there working incessantly to try and make him his Christmas dinner and all of the desserts. Because they won't make because him lunch. Because they ref- yeah. they're like, we're busy. We're not making you lunch. So he, like a man-child, grabs fistfuls of raw ingredients and shoves them in his fucking gaping maw. And then has to, he's like, fine, I'll just go out and buy lunch because all you he, he bitches won't help me. He out in a me. tantrum. Yeah, in a Our tantrum. main character... Our hero. That's... And, like... It's... Yeah, so then, like you said, then they buy all the wives uh, oven mitts for Christmas because they don't... uh, Oven mitts and aprons, um, which 
the apron was made by one of the other women, sewn up for another woman. And the husband goes, well, I picked out the fabric and is like really offended. I did the that work. She doesn't credit him yeah. as doing all the work. And they're playing this up as like these guys are assholes. At like, because it kind of seems like it knows that to an extent that it's bad. Because they finish eating too at Christmas and they're like, wow, ooh, that was real good food. Anyway, you guys clean up and they get up and then they start drinking. All the guys and let leave all the, and, and all the drink. women like yeah. look at each other like, what the fuck? fuck i can't believe we have to do this too and then it shows them washing all the dishes and there's nothing that's like and the last scene with the women in it they don't ever no 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 there, there's another scene where they're bitter at their husbands when they're opening gifts the next day i think too oh is that the gift scene might be after that yeah where they're getting the oven mitts. Yeah, because sure. they're also bitter at them at that moment for not doing but anything like, what i mean is though then you're like okay there's going to be a big moment where he has to turn around because she catches him that he lied about doing like, all the work for the... There, be, there should be some sort of drivers. repercussions for their actions, right? right? Yeah, you would think that, okay, this is yeah. going to lead into some tension. They're going to have a fight and it's going to be the true spirit of Christmas. He's got to apologize to his wife. He bought her a thoughtful present, etc., etc. And that's like goes for all of them. No, but it doesn't. there's nothing. nothing. No. There's no repercussions for any of it. No, there's nothing. It, the film just fucking ends. <laughs> in fact, Fuck. she gets so mad at him, she tells him to sleep on yes. the couch. Which he's like, but it's going to hurt my back. And then he doesn't sleep on the couch because then the next morning they wake up in bed together and he thinks that she's propositioning him for sex after his drunken night of playing with Nerf guns downstairs with the boys. Till like. 3 a.m. or something as they're loudly screaming, shooting, shooting yeah. guns, playing with all their kids' presents, and leaving their elderly father stranded on the roof, desperately banging for help. Do you think that's what killed the actor? Like, is that is that did that actually do it? Did they leave him up there for uh, real and then wrote it into the story? Why did like, they... Why did they bring it up in the movie that he died? Why did they bring it up at all? <laughs> and it's done in a voice. No... Also, Richard Carnes in this movie <laughs> as as That's a true. as Santa, as literal Santa, but he's only available in monologue scenes as voiceover narration to tie the stories together. And he does a thing at the end where he's like. Thanks to the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan for helping us film this. Also, we're sorry that all the family didn't make it. Goodbye! <laughs> we're sorry one, no, we're sorry one of us died. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But there's no there's no context at that moment as no, to who died. We were like, wait, what? So did you're not sure die? if it's a yeah, joke? Like, did somebody die off screen? What happened? Why would you mention that in your movie? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> Richard Karn, by the way, is also, he's real Santa, but he's also Salvation Army yes. Santa. And somebody throws money in the Salvation Army bin, and they can go fuck themselves. Well, but then Dustin Diamond comes along to steal it, and that's cool. Yeah, he, why is Dustin Diamond here? he needs a paycheck. <laughs> he really needs a paycheck. Him and Richard Karn are We're... desperate for money. 
What what the fuck was this character even? I don't. What was his point? Why was he here? That is true of every I, single character in this movie, Boyks. There's no plot and like, no morals. There's nothing. When, this is the most nothing movie when the we've dad, ever seen. When the dad goes to the re- the Chinese restaurant for racism, yes, it is extremely racist, he, by the way. And he and he can't get in to sit because he's a this single random person. couple. Because, like who goes? Because he's a single Which, person. Yeah. But the, this, this this couple that's been sitting there waiting is like, oh, you can come sit with us and eat. That's fine. Which is, Which sure, is great. That's fine. That's nice. This is a good thing. And then as they're eating, they start talking about how the those two have just been dating. Her and Dustin fucking yeah. died. <laughs> that jump scared the fuck out of you. <laughs> fuck, you fucking screech you go, jump like, Wait a minute. Is that Dustin time? Wait, is that Dustin? Is Dustin Diamond? Dustin Diamond is here, and you're just like you just <laughs> lost your mind for thirty seconds. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. It's because I I started joking about it being Dustin Diamond. Like, and I was like, Dustin yeah, no, Diamond that is that's, that's because it's Dustin Diamond. <laughs> and then I started looking up pictures of Dustin Diamond in modern day. I'm like, is that fucking Dustin, <laughs> Dustin Diamond? As it turns out, <laughs> it's like that time I saw Triple H. I'm like, is that Triple H? Yes. What's yeah, happening? It was, it was Triple H. Uh, but. <laughs> they talk about like how they moved in together, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we met a week." They moved in after a week, and yeah. our main character does the right thing and goes, "Oh, so you guys fucking? You guys having sex with each other?" What? Which Screech gets mad about? Gee, rightfully. I wonder why. And and then Screech leaves in a rage. And then comes back and is like, you know, I'm sorry. It's just that I just got back from the war and I have PTSD. I... And also I'm broke. Yeah. So really it's my fault. That you are this weird dude who went to a restaurant alone while your family is having Christmas. And didn't realize... That if the restaurant was the only restaurant in town open, which everybody says, and that's why there's like an hours long wait to get in for lunch, which if it's already uh-huh. hours long, wouldn't you just go home and have the Christmas dinner? Anyway, um, so, and he could just make himself a lunch. Jesus Christ. Anyway, but he. Right, but but he's, but a, he's prick. a prick. So, yeah. why would you not realize if there's an hours long wait at the only restaurant open that they will not seat singles. That's, like, I've never been in a it's restaurant. because they needed the scene where they were playing kung fu fighting while they were entering. And then the, the waitress comes up and very racistly says that she will not seat him. That's because, you know, Chinese restaurant. But, like, I'm just pointing um, out what a fucking prick Dave is. Because he is a right. massive but prick. They don't do anything with Screech's character nope. anyways with this scene, right? Because there's the girl who is drunk, drinking from a flask with, like, tinsel in her hair, I guess. Yeah, they wanted to show and them. I, I don't know if they're trying to say she's, so... like, a hippie or something. I don't know what right-wing propaganda this is supposed to be. But it feels like it's one of definitely them. yeah. It feels like some weird. Oh, like, look at how all, these people act. All the poor homeless veterans with their PTSD, not able to afford a meal at the Chinese restaurant. But it hates like, them too. Like you would think that that would be their audience, 
but it hates them. Oh, n- no, they hate everybody. Yeah. They're, they're yes, exactly. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, Dean Cain shows up, who is one of the people yeah. that is in all, like, the Obamagate movie shit and is part uh-huh. of this guy's group. Well, none of those people like veterans. They like saying they sure. like veterans. So I, that has sure, to be Sure, but, it. like, what I mean right, is, though, like, okay, but, like, that character, who's the one that shovels the walk for him and then takes him downtown to go to the bank to pay them, is shown as a... The one who did nothing yes, wrong. Yes, but, he, yeah. but he's shown as a moron. Like, they specifically make fun of him for how stupid and right-wing and conspiratorial he is. Because he's going like, oh, I didn't no, go to no school. I don't need no schooling. Because that's where they're all, they teach all the liberals how to be gay communists. Oh, and he like, does say that. That's true. And then they're like, oh, well, I owe you $120. Like, well, you can just give me $260. And all this shit, like they're they're making fun of how stupid he is, but he is them. It's their people. He's, He's like, them. They don't understand. I don't. Yeah, you know, they get some of the things that that I'm saying, but they don't. They don't get all. They of just them. hate everybody. You know, is what this feels like. This is just like they they hate their family. They hate veterans. They hate their wives. They hate the right wingers. They hate their wives. They hate their. They kids. hate the liberals. They hate British people. They hate they hate the city of Grand Rapids. They hate the city Michigan. of Grand Rapids, Michigan. They hate they hate the like dog park people. They hate the they, they hate, hate snow. snow. They hate kids because like they yeah. show kids pouring water on mm-hmm, steps mm-hmm. to make people trip and fall. They hate they hate their neighbor. They hate the neighbor because he's like well to do. Like he's basically he he's just sitting there having like a nice evening I, in and I'm not entirely sure they hate the Grand Rapids, Michigan Fire Department, but I'm pretty sure they yeah, do. Yeah, like, it's just every single person that they show on screen yeah. for any amount of time, if it's more than 10 seconds, they're like, look at what a fucking asshole this person is, eh? And you're like, oh, okay. I, I'm trying to figure out, um, it might be the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, turbo time. Uh, what is that? It's the... Jingle oh, All the Way. Yes. Okay, sure. <laughs> Jingle What's All the Way. Way. Like, in Jingle All the Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger and this other guy are fighting Sinbad. over a toy. Isn't it Sinbad in Jingle All the Way? Yeah, Sinbad, I, think it, right? I think it's yeah. Sinbad. I think it's Sinbad. And and he gives them, he's like, you can just have it. It's fine. But then they hold a grudge, and now they're constantly meeting each other and constantly having to deal with yeah. each other to the point where they just fucking hate each other until they find somebody they can hate together. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's a scene there, and I feel like they're trying to do that a little bit with Dustin Diamond's screech, because he shows back up later, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, bro? We're friends now. I tried calling you, like, a hundred times, and I'm a creepy stalker now, and we're going to be friends, and I'll take you to the bowling league. And also, let's go shoot some people in the petting zoo. <laughs> yeah, you just, I got some guns in my Which, car. I, I don't think... I think Screech just showed up on set and asked the actors to go to a petting zoo so he could shoot them. I don't think that was a... I would I, I shoot everybody involved in this movie. <laughs> but I, I think they were trying to do that. Oh, they hate each other, so they're just going to keep showing up until they find somebody to hate together, and then they grow together as, as sure. real friends near the end. Right? But they just didn't do anything. And Screech just never shows yeah, up again after scenes, being a creepy yeah. stalker. Right, I don't. I think you're giving too much. There, credit. There's so many half baked ideas. I think. I, I think they had ideas and then they stopped caring halfway for a lot of them. 
I feel like his. Why was Screech here? Was, was it community service? I think his main, I think his main goal happened? for this movie is to teach you the business of film business. <laughs> they, they never showed Richard Carnes' feet. Were there ankles? <laughs> no, not the sexual thing. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, did he have a ball and chain around his ankle? And he was... He was the, an- they, they have the ankle <laughs> monitors on all of the... That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> like, listen, if you want, if you want Richard Carnes feet, I've got websites to show you. Like, let's just, we'll, we'll do that afterwards. I, uh, but we'll, I'll cut that out. I'm editing. It's okay. We'll, we'll, I'll, just, I'll send them to you privately. We've got the Dropbox. I, I realized, it, I realized it immediately when I said that that was wrong. <laughs> Especially the movies that we watch, because that's normally a problem. <laughs> Weirdly enough, that's a thing that we deal with a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of foot massages that we've watched that are strangely slow in a lot of these kids' films. <sighs> okay, anyway. Um, the grandpa knows Santa because they're both old. Yeah. That's the whole that's the whole reasoning. And that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, I Santa needs to take a shit and the dad takes over the Salvation Army station. And where yeah, where's So the that Santa Screech seat? can steal from it. Yeah. Because Santa poops. And that's a joke. Canonically. That's, that's the joke. The joke is just Oh look, our main character is covering for a charity that's I guess. Traditionally a bunch of bastards that are homophobes, but, you know. I I guess. Like, I, yeah, that's true, but I... Sorry, I will just... I just need, I do need the this. quick aside of fuck the Salvation Army. Just want to say that real quick. This might be the most amount of man-spreading I've seen in a film. That part was very like funny. Time, time-wise... Yes. Not 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 volume, but but well, I don't know. We need to measure. Would this we would we need to like it. we need to get some tape out and see if it's got the record. Get, get a not. get a ruler. <laughs> he was spread pretty fucking wide, and there were like three of them at the same time doing it. It was all four of them were spreading. Why not just raise the camera up? Why do you need to have it so low that we can see their fucking? genitals poking out of their pants basically like what are you doing well he's teaching you the business of the film business why was there a hiss on the mic (laughs) what's that noise how many scenes what's that noise how many how many fucking scenes did they shoot on their consumer grade (sighs) like camera from the camera mic fuck is that hiss (laughs) yeah we should what was that? What? That noise. Yeah, that hiss. I don't hear anything. From the basement, that well, I can hear it. whining, barking sound. No, the mic. It's the mic. No, yeah. It's, it's the hiss. Dude, get a new mic. Why didn't they put a mic on the table or laugh mic people? Why didn't they do anything Why didn't they try audio? Why is there a hiss? Get rid of the hiss. Yeah. Well, on top of that, the funny thing about that is that it has so there's a scene of them all sitting around a table that all of a sudden just has a 
like throughout the whole thing that's yeah. really bad and distracting. And then it cuts to another scene of the grandpa on the couch, and it's still got a little bit of the hiss, although it's lower. And then it goes back to them in the kitchen, and there's no hiss. And it's so gone like, again, because they switched mics. Why wouldn't they have just grief-filmed the scene with the great mic? My, my thought is that was a reshoot. That, yeah. And they shot it on sense. the correct mic the first sure. time. Which is why the other scenes sound re- good. Do you think they and did then, reshoots of this? I it was either a reshoot or it's like, oh shit, we didn't reach the runtime. Okay, that I'll believe. It's one oh, of the, the two. The, the, did not reach the runtime. It's, run it's time, one I'll of the two. Like we need to call everybody back in <laughs> to the house <laughs> to to Carol's to Car- house or it whoever. Oh, it was God. It was like Nancy and somebody. Nan- we gotta call everybody back over to Nancy's house because no. we need to shoot another scene because the film's not long Because there was the Carol, but the Carol was the women with Santa. All of them. All of the oh. women. How was she all of the women? What women were with Santa? <laughs> I don't ever remember a scene where Santa was with a was single Was there woman. women with Santa? S- Santa was standing at a Salvation Army station outside a fucking store. There were no women like, there. What is happening? They, okay, so to give context really quickly to that, um, just... So Richard Karn has 10 scenes at most in this movie. Um, And when I say scenes, I'm being very generous. Because what it is, is he is standing in front of a Salvation Army sign in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And he narrates over the film with no one else there. It's just like a YouTuber monologue. Like it's just him in a tight shot. He's not even narrating. He's recapping the last sure. twenty minutes. But like he's doing voiceover essentially as Santa yeah. for this movie. And then there are two scenes where he's in the film with the characters, where the grandpa comes up as yes, a person. That's where the grandpa there, comes up to him and asks him for directions, and when the dad goes in and takes over for him. So there is no question in my mind that Richard Carn was there for like. Three and a half hours in an afternoon in front of that sign. Maximum. And that's it, Maximum. right? Like, because he never leaves that scene. Yeah. He is, every single time that they have him there, like, even when he interacts with the other characters, it's because they went downtown and went to that store where the Salvation Army thing is. That's it. So if if that's the case, that, that can't be 100% true. Oh. I know for a fact it's not. I know for a fact. Because if that's true, then that's the last thing they shot. Because they did everything Mm -hmm. uh, talking about the story and everything. And if it's the last thing they shot, it has to be because he said, and although all of us didn't make it. That's what I mean. Like, it's the last thing they shot. But that can't be because he interacts with the grandpa directly. And he's fucking dead. God, I That actor is literally dead. So, so he couldn't have been there for three hours unless that actor died. <laughs> oh my god, between... they didn't stop filming. <laughs> well, boy. Unless that actor mm. died between those two mm. scenes. I mean... <laughs> we might be... This is like forensic. <laughs> narrowing let's down the, the time death. of death of this actor. Oh, this is miserable. I hate, I hate this. I but... hate that we're doing this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> let's rate the dog. It, I think we're done. We're done. Be. I don't want to... Do... We're not time of deathing a literal human being. <laughs> 
who didn't deserve to be in this movie and but die it has for to it. Be. Jesus. It, anyways, the the grandpa gets oh. the daughter a dog, a husky. The parents are like, "Why the fuck did you get her a dog?" Do they show it's it? It's like a it's a husky. Yeah, they show the husky at the end. Yeah, when when all the kids are gathering, they put the the dog on screen for all of ten seconds. I missed that. I looked away and didn't see it. Yeah, it is that short. Yeah, it, it's a it's a cute husky, and then it immediately cuts okay. to like an outside scene saying, "Well, that's it." Okay, <laughs> there you I have it. I think that it was way less than ten seconds because I remember that whole scene, and I don't remember them showing the dog, so I guess I blinked and missed it. But the the whole movie in theory, is about this girl wanting a dog. Yeah, in theory. And the grandpa just goes out and buys a dog. And the family's like, why the fuck did you buy a dog? Never get a, an animal as a present. Anyway, end of movie. Without consulting the person. <laughs> and then the movie just ends without resolving that. It's like, you have a dog now. Congratulations, fuckers. It doesn't resolve anything. It doesn't res- resolve how much of a dick no. he is to his wife. It doesn't resolve the dog. Well, it doesn't resolve, like... It- in the ending dialogue, Santa is like, well, you think that that would make him never want to have anybody over for the holidays again, but next year he brought them all back, except for one. <laughs> anyway, except see for you the one that's dead. <laughs> yeah. God, fuck. Yeah, it's just like, fucking hell. This that, movie, this and fucking like, movie. What, what do you mean he wouldn't want to bring anybody over? He's the biggest fucking asshole in this. By a lot. And it's a movie full of assholes. This movie is full of characters. We're like, oh, that character's kind of cool. I, I agree with them. Five seconds later, fuck this character. <laughs> Every single character in this movie is just mask on, mask mm-hmm. off. Immediately. Except for one. Yes. There's one character who's not like that, and I don't know his name. I don't know any <laughs> character's name besides but, the dad. But he's he's the large cousin who does nothing but eat cookies and helps the kiddos and takes them to the dog mm-hmm. park and never says a mean thing to anyone. Correct. He doesn't help the women, though. And he hangs out and has fun with the guys. And if you have fun with those guys, there's something real bad in a few. He, he doesn't actively lie to them like That's the other true. two. That is true. I'll give you that. He's just, he's there, and he's not actively harming anyone. That, that's a that's our bar for best character in this movie. He's not actively harmful. He's just a guy. And you could go to the seminar for the look. Business of the film business. All right, yeah, let's rate the, let's rate, let's rate the dogs, I guess. Um, there's a bloodhound that's... Earl's dog, who is the snow shovel man that has the whole grocery incident. He has a dog with him. Right. That dog never does anything. He has it for like five seconds, yeah. And But in the scenes where they're not in the grocery store, that dog exists. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a bloodhound. It exists. I guess. It sure exists. That dog was in the movie. Uh, there's the dog sled dogs where the teen showing that Santa's real gets hurt and then has to get saved by the fire department. Those dogs are pretty cool. They made me feel something. Yeah. Those are rescue Uh, dogs out of ten. There you go. Yeah. And then there's the husky that the grandpa negligently buys for the, the granddaughter 
gives to her during the holidays and then doesn't apologize to the family and then dies uh, and does immediately. nothing at all to resolve the situation and then he dies, dies to get out of the, the problem <laughs> he fake that's what it is wait he faked his death <laughs> Grandpa's still alive. He just didn't want to deal with this dog. I mean, it seems like a cute dog, and it's not the dog's fault that it's in this situation. Yeah. Right? I, I'm sure it's a good dog. I have no problems with this dog. I have no problems with this dog out of ten. The movie. I guess. Thank you for listening to Rough Cuts. <laughs> we were baffled by this. This is a baffling film. It's... It's the least film that we've ever watched. Like, and I know that we've said that before, but most of them, like, a lot of the movies that we say that about, they have, like, an inciting incident, and then they go into a bunch of montages. Like, think of Airbud 5, the volleyball one, where it's just yeah. volleyball <clears throat> montages. But they have, like, ten minutes of setup. That, that had a plot That's what I mean. Like, they have though. ten minutes of setup at the beginning. Like, even when they fuck up, like, that badly and it's yeah. all fill time and it's just, like, montages of volleyball teams because they don't know how to do the rest of the movie, they'll have ten minutes of plot at the beginning where it's like, oh, we need to win the championship. And then they'll be like, okay, uh, there's ten minutes at the end. Quick, let's go back to the championship game. And, like, they go back to the plot and it's jarring and horrible. But there is a plot... <laughs> Even Santa's summer home has right? a lot. Like, and that one has 15 yeah. minutes of out-of-order croquet match. <laughs> and that, that at least had a plot. No, I, I remember when we were watching this, I'm like, this isn't a movie. This is just stuff that happened in yes. the Midwest. I know. I've lived it. I've been I, I was... I'm really surprised at how little movie and, this is. And it shows how little they understood the stories, because, like, putting a board under the car, but you put it on the side that the wheel doesn't rotate into, like, you don't understand why you're putting the board under the wheel. Things like that, where I'm like, you heard it, but you didn't understand, and then you retold. And I feel like there's a lot this man does not understand. I feel like there's a lot I don't understand about this man. <laughs> it, it's definitely not a movie. I'm just not sure... Well, it's something that should be studied in film uh, school, anyway, is what I think I, Yeah, is. well, what I was going to say is I'm like, I'm, I actually have a, yeah. a seminar to get to to help understand this. I'm going to fly out to uh, Washington, D.C. for a, a two-day thing. Um, oh, so, you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, there, there's okay. only a few slots left, so if you want to join me, we can, we can hurry up and uh, get ready for that. But if you want to follow us on social media in the meantime or help us out with our podcast, you can check us out. We've got a Patreon at... Uh, Rough Cuts cast, or we are Rough Cuts on Blue Sky and co-host, or you can email us at roughcuts at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, uh, this movie's called Christmas Staycation. Oh, God. Uh, and it, it is not a Zoom call for an hour and 20 minutes, which is the first movie we clicked on for Christmas Staycation. I, I want to watch that. Thankfully. Because I think... I do, because I, well, I want to compare, because I feel like that one's going to have more plot. I just want to see if it has more plot than this, because it's a literal Zoom movie. We were a minute into that, we were a minute into that Zoom call, and my eyes were just (laughs) dying. Yes, yeah, it was bad. (laughs) It was a literal Zoom call movie. It was... It was a Zoom call, but you could see they had the script in front of them on the screen, and they were yes. reading it. And it was, and the entire movie is just Zoom call. We 
noped out of it because we realized it was the wrong film and had no dog. But I'm now interested. But if it was the right film, now we would have now interested it. because I kind of want I kind of want to know if it has less plot than this Christmas staycation. <laughs> Well, anyways, I got my whole afternoon. I'm gonna, I'm anyway. gonna, I'll watch that on the on the plane over to Washington, so I can learn all about the business of film business. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get a hold of Dustin Diamond and ask you if we'll, you'll be in our Zoom call. Hey, maybe movie. I can show it to him on the plane. He can, he can join us for the seminar. <laughs> Just record it on the plane. It's fine. All right. See you later. Fuck. <sighs> Sitting in my dark room, brooding as usual. Yeah. What is it? Christmas and your Midwest family's coming over.